Jonathan Edwards and his theology of love on the Christian for Christian living. So Jonathan Edwards was uh, one of the prominent figures in uh, the First Great Awakening. Um, that's probably where most people would uh, recognize him from. Uh, he was born in 1703 uh, to Christian parents. His dad uh, was a Harvard graduate and then uh, became a minister. And his um, Ligonier says his mom was very pious, so strong Christian household. Um, he's regarded as one of the greatest American minds. Um, I know in uh, the Christian circles, we think about him for his theology and as a minister. Um, but even in secular circles, uh, still regarded as um, one of the smartest men in America. Um, he showed signs of that um, at an early age. He um, enrolled to uh, Yale at 13. <laughs> and, Dude. Uh, yeah, he wrote, he wrote an essay on uh, the behavior of a balloon spider. I don't know what that is, but um, he wrote that at 13 while he was at Yale. And um, even 200 years later, um, scientists are still regarding that, or have, they still hold that in high regards, his essay on, <laughs> on uh, this Starly. spider. So yeah, yep, he went to study at Yale. Um, after college, at 26, he became an assistant pa pastor at uh, the church, North Northampton Church um, in Massachusetts. Massachusetts. Same town, same name of the church. Um, he pastored the church for 21 years until uh, 1750 um, due to some unproven rumors uh, within the church that turned out to be lies. Um, and um, he was, his church was congregational as well. Uh, not, um, so later towards um, like the second half of his uh, ministry there, um, there was some like, uh, contention with uh, the content of his uh, sermons and just people, I guess, not agreeing with what he had to say or how he presented. Um, after that, though, he went on to become a missionary to the Indians in Massachusetts and then was installed as um, president of Princeton University in 1758. <coughs> Some of his notable works include his sermons, uh, Charity and, his, and Its Fruits, Sinners in, the Hands, and Sinners in the Hands of an Angry God, and his books, um, uh, Treatise on Religious Affections, or some people just say the Religious Affections, some versions, and then Freedom of the Will and Original Sin. Um, he died uh, the same year uh, he became president in 1758, due to uh, smallpox, a smallpox inoculation, so like a vaccine. Uh, and that, that brings me to my thesis on Christian, uh, the Christian life according to Edwards, that uh, all Christians ought to be anti-vaxxers. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, no, uh, Edwards was uh, known in part for his rational biblical theology, um, where like, if you start with a Romans 1 common knowledge of um, God, 
that he's been clearly perceived ever since the foundation of the world, you can uh, correctly reason much about who God is. Um, now, he, he would not say that you can know God through reason, um, and that divine revelation uh, through the scriptures is still necessary for salvation, and even in his rational theology, um, it was still uh, cross-checked with scripture. Um, he even says that from reason, uh, you can know that God, um, well, you can know that God exists. Romans 1 says that he's been clearly perceived uh, ever since the foundation of the world in the things that have been made. Um, but you can also know that he is triune um, because um, God is love. Uh, before creation, there has to be an object, an object of love. The Father loves the Son, the Son loves the Father. <coughs> By, uh, by the divine spirit of love, the Holy Spirit. Hmm. That's kind of what we talked about with the um, uh, uh, delighting. delighting in the Trinity, uh, that book. Um, uh, and then, and then with that, um, this this whole uh, foundation of God being love, um, everything that a Christian does or is called to do, is out of um, godly love, as Edwards would, would argue. Um, you start with God. He's the origin of love, and it is love um, that is at the core of who he is, First uh, John 4, 8. He has eternally uh, loved himself within the Trinity, and then his love extends outward and <clears throat> was his motivation for creation, to make his love and glory known. Edward says, the creation of the world is to gratify divine love. Uh, generally, he relates, uh, God uh, relates to all men in love as they are in his image, but he specifically loves his children, those who were born again in Christ. When God grants salvation and gives believers uh, his Holy Spirit, our affections are miraculously changed. Uh, we are given the same divine love that God has within himself and which overflows uh, to his people. Uh, Dane Ortland says, uh, true love to God will always be accompanied by love to people. True love to people will always be accompanied by love to God. Uh, the Christian life, therefore, is a life of love. Edward says, the greatest and most essential thing and indeed, the sum of all that is essential, distinguishing and saving in Christianity, uh, and the very uh, life and, and soul of all religion is, is love. Um, even Jesus, when asked uh, what the greatest commandment is, he says, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, and with all your soul, and with all your mind. This is the great and first commandment. And the second is like it, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. We see here that for the Christian, all is to be done in love. 1 Corinthians 13, 1-3 says, If I speak in the tongues of men and of angels, but have not love, I am a noisy gong or a clanging cymbal. If I have uh, prophetic powers and understand all mysteries and all knowledge, and if I have all faith so as to remove mountains, but have not love, I am nothing. If I give away all that I have, and we and uh, deliver up my body 
to be burned, but have not love, I gain nothing. We see here that love in the Christian life is greater than all the other aspects of Christian virtue and gifts. Uh, we will return to this in the uh, practical application. Um, Edwards takes this sentiment further when he says um, that love is a comp uh, comprehension of all virtues. Uh, we can see this uh, by looking um, at the fruits of the Spirit in Galatians 5.22. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. And just to look at two, joy and patience, true joy, uh, Edwards says, um, is happiness in, that is found in God. Um, and patience, or long-suffering, is love when it is afflicted. Um, it's what love does under duress. And you can see that in, in all Christian virtues, um, even in Romans when it talks about marks of, marks of a, a Christian, um, everything foundationally uh, starts from uh, the doctrine of love. And it's how God relates to you, it's how you relate to God, um, and it's how you as a Christian relate to uh, fellow believers. Um, and then for some practical application, uh, Jonathan Edwards, he says, A cold and hard-hearted Christian is the greatest absurdity and contradiction. It is as if one should speak of dark brightness or a false truth. So just um, with love being the foundation of uh, Christian living, um, and I know it can be easy for me, and I'm sure you guys can relate, especially in Reformed circles, to be um, consumed with theology and knowing uh, God's Word, um, just knowing all these things, or being able to lead a life group well, or preach, or whatever it may be. Um, but everything ought to be done um, out of love for God and love for others, and not necessarily love for theology um, itself, or love for uh, the words in, in your Bible that you read um, as a as a as a mental game or, or whatever that may be. So just an encouragement um, for you guys and for myself is just um, to really take a look at your intentions for why you do what you're doing, why you're learning what you're learning, why you're preaching what you're preaching, why you're leading your life group, whatever it may be. Um, and is it because you love God or is, and is it because you love um, your fellow Christians?